Could the next All-American football player be on the Gophers football roster right now? And also, why are these transfer portal Gophers continuing to look at other Big Ten schools? It just, what? We'll talk about it today. You are locked on Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here, we're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Uh, Golden Gophers. Whatever turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. You're listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant here to talk Golden Gophers with you each and every day of the week, Monday through Friday. Now, today we are talking a lot of Gophers football. We're talking about some of the players, one leaving and one staying, of course, and who could be the All-American player for the Gophers on this year's roster? Well, one player got the nod and we're going to talk about at least the preseason up. Let me back that up real quick. But before we get to that, I want to make sure that you go and subscribe wherever you get the podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Pods, you name it. Hit follow over there and leave a five-star review so others can find the podcast. It helps out a lot and grows our audience even more because this is the show where we always continue to row and it will be rain or shine, win or lose. We will be here to talk Golden Gophers with you. We've got some big things in the works. We've got some new graphics to work into the show here coming up in the very near future. I've also got big plans with some guests into the next season, as well as some off-season plans as well. So you're not going to want to miss any of this. So be sure to hit subscribe over on YouTube and let me know what you're thinking in the show. Let me know what you want to hear more of. Let me know if you want a mailbag section. If you want more uh, specific topics, drop them down in the comments below because we are going to get to them. And one of the topics that has been requested is before we did a look at what have the four-star or higher guys done during PJ Flex time here with the Gophers. Well, we're going to do the inverse of that. We're going to talk about who are some of the guys that have been maybe two-star or low three-star guys that have developed into top talents, into player players that have been starters or even got to the NFL. We're going to talk about that later this week. It's going to be a good one, so be sure to hit subscribe so you do not miss out on that content. But let's get to what we are talking about today. And that is the fact that I believe another All-American may already be on the roster. And he got a little love and a little shout out from the one of the Amer- All-American watch lists, preseason watch lists, just this past week. So the respect for Brevin Fanford, Brevin Fanford, wow. I'm out here like the announcers in the games. Brevin Spanford, that's my guy. And I just tripped over his own name. Anyways, the respect for Brevin Spanford is coming through early and I'm 100% here for it. Now, for those of you who listen to year one with us with the podcast, you already know we do a prediction show here with Tristan Spanford, Brevin's brother, once a week during the regular season, hoping to continue that this season. And you know, it's going to be absolute heat and better here in year two. So we're excited for that, but we're also excited to gas Brevin up a little bit more because it's all earned I and mean, well earned. The progression that he's had from year to year to year is great. And that's with limited opportunities and limited touches throughout a lot of that. So that is awesome. And Walter Camp has announced that the Gophers tight end is a preseason second team All-American 
for 2023. That's love. That's respect. And Brevin was that guy. In fact, he was a Big Ten honorable mention last year, which I am still salty about because if we're being honest, he absolutely should have at least made the third team when it came to the all Big Ten selections. You're looking at Cade Stover got the third team selection and he had no business, none at all of being in front of Brevin with the only statistical advantage that Cade Stover had at all over Brevin was he had three more touchdowns, three touchdowns. That's it on a team like Ohio state that passed the ball over 110 times more than the Gophers and was one of the highest passing offenses in the entire country. But his three more touchdowns, yep, just sprinkle those three touchdowns on there. Oh, yep, third team, there it is. I mean, come on. Brevin was third in the Big Ten in receptions by a tight end, third in the Big Ten by in receiving yards by a tight end, first in the, the run-blocking game by in the Big Ten by PFF, second in the receiving game, Big Ten by PFF, as far as grading tight ends goes. He had a 70% reception rate last year, catching 42 passes on 62 targets, 497 yards, and two touchdowns. He was the fourth highest graded blocking tight end in the entire nation and the 12th highest graded receiving tight end in the entire nation. And you're telling me that Cade's Dover because he got three more touchdowns. Goes in front of him. I mean, make it make sense, folks. It doesn't make sense at all. Now, he was rated the fourth overall tight end by PFF when it came to their grading system. Number one was Michael Mayer, and he is off to the NFL. Number three was Dalton Kincaid, and he is off to the NFL. Number two plays for Army, but he only played 45 snaps passing, and 17 of those 45 were pass blocking. So he's not really a receiving threat. He is an absolute, true, dominating pass or blocking tight end. So overall, Brevin is one of the best returning tight ends in the nation. And even looking not just at last year, if you look at the year prior, he was 79.3% reception rate, 23 catches on 29 targets with 296 yards in a touchdown. So, I mean, it wasn't just one year. You can see the progression building from year to year, and it is absolutely great here for the Gophers. Now, honestly, outside of maybe Brock Bowers, I don't think there's another tight end in the country I would take over him in the 2024 draft class for the NFL, and the numbers and metrics back that up. So if Minnesota allows Brevin Spanford to thrive and use him often, especially in the red zone where he is just a matchup nightmare, he's a problem for folks. If we can get that from our offense this year, if the Gophers can incorporate that more into the offense, looking like it's going to be more passing relevant, more passing happy than years past, well, then he should see high draft capital. He should be an all Big Ten tight end, and he could potentially be an All-American. It's an absolute possibility for 2023. And don't just take it from me. We're going to see what some scouts are saying about Brevin Spanford and where he is as a prospect and where he would have stacked up in last year's, or I guess this year coming up, the 2023 draft class. We're talking about that coming up next. First, a word from our friends over at Built Bar. You should head on over to Built.com and use promo code LOCKEDON15 for 15% off your order. You can do that anytime. It's not just a one-time thing like, oh, your first order, here you go, 15% off, that's it. No, you can use that each and every time, LOCKEDON15, and lock it in 
for when you're restocking on the built bars and if you haven't tried them yet now is the time i mean it's covered in a hundred percent real chocolate it's power packed with protein we're talking 17 to 19 grams of protein depending on the bar you pick and it tastes good and it's good for you it's less calories than your typical bars it's less sugars than your typical bars it's more protein than some of the bars that you can find out there and it tastes good all of that and you haven't tried it yet it's time so go to built.com use promo code lockdown 15 or you can find it at walmart and sam's club go check it out today March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, Gophersons, thank you so much for listening to Locked On Golden Gophers and making us your first listen when it comes to Gophers Daily Sports. Now, we're talking about Brevin and we're talking about how he could have the potential to be an All-American. We discussed that already, but... We got to talk about where he would stack up in this year's draft class, the 2023 draft class, maybe talking about why he came back, but also what were the scouts saying to him or saying about him, not directly to him. I haven't gotten into that yet, but in the 2023 class with the given production, I think Brevin likely still would have heard his name called in the NFL draft. Don't get me wrong. He would have got drafted, but if he would have entered, he might've been looking at the maybe fifth through eighth range as far as the fifth through eighth tight end off the board in this class and that's good for maybe like a third to fifth round somewhere in there that's where you would have probably seen Brevin Spanford go if he had entered the draft this season now one thing I've noticed if you type Brevin Spanford's name in on Twitter and you just look at all of the latest comments that people have said about him there are a lot of fans that are confused that Brevin Spanford is not in this draft class he is in fact coming back to the University of Minnesota to build that stock up even further there are a lot and I mean a lot it was a baffling amount of comments that are like oh I hope my team grabs him in the fourth oh I hope I grab him in the seventh oh Green Bay oh this oh that I was like yo like He's not in the draft. Calm down. But like, it's wild how many fans don't understand that he's not in this draft class. But there's so many fans that are excited about having Brevin Spanford on their teams and potentially being a sleeper tight end. Well, those hopes could go out the window because I don't think he's going to be a sleeper in the 2024 class. I think he's going to be one of the best candidates in that draft class. Now, if you're looking at the current class, like I said, I think he would be in that fifth through eighth range just with given production and with another year of production and consistency, I think he could be higher than some of these guys, but that's why he's coming back. But some of the guys that would have been in front of him would have been Michael Mayer, Dalton Kincaid, Darnell Washington, and Luke Musgrave. Those would have been the first tight ends off the board, most likely, most likely. I can't guarantee it, but those would have been the top four, most likely off the board. And then I think Brevin Spans. Brevin Spanford, I keep saying it too fast, y'all. And that's my guy. Like, he's my god brother. 
I got to slow down on it. But anyways, Brevin's name would have been in the likes, in the conversation with the Sam Laporta, with the Payne Durham, and with the Tucker Craft. Those guys are kind of in that four through seven range in the current one. So I think Brevin would have been in that grouping right there. Now, prior to the return declaration of coming back to the Gophers, Ben Fennell of NFL on CBS and the NF- or, and the Draft Network uh, he was saying Brevin Spanford, he thought was a guy that he could work with. He is a guy that he's like, I like the tape. I like what he's doing. And honestly, if you can't grab Darnell Washington, who's being mocked in the first right now, and sometimes the early second, he's being mocked right there. If you can't get him, then you can get Brevin Spanford a few rounds later. That's what he was saying. That That's the type of love and the type of praise and the style of the game that the similarity wise they're there he's great at inline blocking he has receiving chops he has the body size to be a dominant guy that is what we're looking at so when you go and you see darnell washington this year and you see where he goes see where he goes in that mid late first round that early second round that is why brevin span ford is coming back to minnesota to build the capital up because that is the type of draft capital that he can get and he should get barring another productive season so overall, it should be exciting for Gophers fans knowing that and knowing he's coming back. So like coach, he's like, coach, I want to come back and I want to get featured more. That's what it tells the fans. That's what it tells everybody else out here is, look, I'm coming back. I'm willing to do this, put on for the team, but I also want to achieve my dream. And, you know, coach is going to want to help him. You know, coach is going to be like, OK, let's get the ball into his hands. Let's scheme it up to him more. Him, Chris, we got to get him going. Daniel Jackson, they're all going to find a way. And then you see that, you look at that, and you see Ethan Kalik Manis, the talented quarterback himself, you know they're going to pass the ball more. It's got to happen. It has to. It has to. Like, I, there's no other option. There's no other choice. So I'm excited for it. But let's talk a little bit more about what scouts were saying about Brevin Spanford. They were saying the biggest con heading into the 2022 season, as Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network put, was one, leverage and blocking. That was one of the weaknesses. And the second one was that the ceiling to get drafted will be limited without growth in the passing game. Now, that's a big thing because he also went on to say, to be completely honest, the Minnesota offense feels like a glass ceiling for how impactful he can be in the passing game. The Gophers had the talent last year, but their identity pushed them through the run game and schemed past concepts. Well, it's looking like that should change in this next season. So that should mean Brevin can have even more opportunities to break that glass ceiling and continue to rise in the draft stock. Now, I think both of those things definitely improved in 2022. As we look to 2023, if he can continue to capitalize on those numbers, increase that production and show that none of that is really a weakness. In fact, it's a strength and he is a complete tight end overall. The sky's the limit. Don't be surprised to see him creep into that second, maybe even first round. Now, overall, the pros that they talked about is he's got good concentration. He's got massive catch radius. He has enough athleticism to run away from man coverage, and he can carry himself across the middle of the field. On top of that, dude is out there hurtling, folks. He is an athlete, a freak. And at 6'7", 270, we've seen, what, five hurdles from Brevin span forward? I mean... It's great. And then on top of that, he shows that he's a proficient turnout blocker on the edge and he's willing to get into the run game action and slice action to help split flow and cut down the end 
the end man, the guy on the edge, in order to help the running back spring some bigger runs. So we've seen that willingness from him. We've seen that ability from him. And it's not just the draft network that's talked about it. It's not just Ben Fennell who's talked about it. But also then you go over to college analyst Adam Brenneman, who's talking about next year in the 2023 year and the class of 2024 for the NFL draft. And he went out there and said, this is my favorite player returning to college football. He's the most NFL ready tight end set to play college football this year. 270 pound pound frame is an extension of the offensive line in the run game. He's a great inline blocker. And in 2022, we saw the ability to be extremely productive in the past game, doubling his yardage from 2021. So he thinks that both the Minnesota Gophers and Brevin can make a leap, a jump this season. And he's expecting them to be the class of the Big Ten West in the fall. I love it. It's music to my ears. And then the final one we got to talk about is PFF who has already deemed Brevin the number two returning tight end and arguably the most well-rounded tight end in the entire nation. So the hype is growing for the Gophers tight end and it's time to get on board. If you haven't already, get on board, enjoy one last ride with Brevin, with Ethan Kalik Manis as his full-time quarterback because the sky is the limit. Whew. That's what we got on Brevin Stanford, but man... Oh man, I'm not done today because I am sick of seeing these portal gophers when they're looking to choose a potential new home, choose or be highly interested in another Big Ten team. It just gets my blood boiling. And we're going to talk about the latest gopher who may be adding to that trend coming up next. All right, so we're talking about another transfer gopher, and could he be looking at a Big Ten school? Well, we know he visited one, and that is Trill Carter, the defensive lineman, started for two years here with the Golden Gophers, and now he visited Illinois last week. Now, I get hitting the portal because, one, he was a starter with young guys creeping up on his opportunity, maybe pushing into his starting opportunity, and he just wasn't having it. He wants to be a starter and continue to build his role and try to get his name into an NFL conversation. But two, the fit might not have been what he was wanting and may not have been working. Yes, he started for two years, but that doesn't mean he feels like he's being utilized the right way for two years. So I could see maybe why he hits the portal in that in that situation. But three, he's being coached by a former teammate. Now, maybe that didn't sit right with him. Maybe it was a little weird. Maybe he didn't give that coach enough respect. Who knows what happened there? But you add all those three of those things together, and I get it. I get why maybe he hit the portal. But I also maybe get why wanting to stay in the Big Ten because it's one of the best two conferences in the country. But man, oh man, make it make sense. Like if you're going to do it, go to a team that you're going to start on, right? And maybe you'd think, oh, Illinois, they lost a lot of production, so maybe it makes sense. He could be a starter, but that's not the case here. Illinois is losing a bunch of production, but it's not it's not in the defensive line. In fact, they have two All-Big Ten returners, Johnny Newton and Keith Randolph, who are both set to be back for the Fighting Illini, so he would likely be a backup there as well. The truth is, Illinois, their deepest returner position is the defensive line. So if you weren't willing to stay in a top 10 defense within the conference to not be a starter here or potentially lose out on starting opportunities here, 
why would you go look to be the backup elsewhere on a team that hasn't proven its calibers better than Minnesota? In fact, Minnesota has had a better record, I believe, than them or the same record than them for the past two to three years with their coach, Brett Bielema. Now they beat us in some the last two games, which is extremely unfortunate and will look to turn tides this year. But they're not a caliber different and you wouldn't be going to start for them. So why? Why is this happening? Make it make sense. I get, okay, Big Ten school, revenge narrative, blah, blah, blah. No, this doesn't make sense at all. To each their own, I guess. We're going to have to see what happens. I'm wishing love to trill regardless of what happens, but we'll see if that ends up the true final destination for the former gopher. Now, as always, you can always find the latest news, the latest information, and the latest thoughts here over at Lockdown Golden Gophers. I appreciate you for listening. Be sure to hit subscribe on YouTube so you don't miss any future content. We're going to have some big things planned this year. I am excited for it. And a lot of a live shows we have planned in the works for the football season this year as well. You're not going to want to miss out. So be sure to hit subscribe. I thank you. We're going to talk some more football later this week. And we got the practice officially, the second official open practice today. So I hope to see you there. This is Kane Rob signing off. Grow the boat. Sky Yuma. Go, go, go.